Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management, at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 29th of August. The UK's British Retail Consortium Shop Price Index showed a lower rate of retail inflation in August, with prices reported to be rising by 6.9% year-over-year. This decline was due to food price inflation slowing, and this fact means that caution is required when interpreting the British Retail Consortium data for consumer price purposes. As a tax on profit-led inflation increased, consumer loyalty was threatened. This is always the challenge for a profit-led inflation episode. Companies get away with margin expansion until the point where consumers feel the price increase is not fair. At that point, the risk of losing customer loyalty outweighs the benefits of increasing prices. Supermarkets have therefore introduced two-tier pricing structures, offering significant price discounts for people with customer loyalty cards. The British Retail Consortium's data includes these price discounts in its calculations. The Office of National Statistics does not include these discounts in its calculations of consumer price inflation. This does mean that consumer price inflation is lower than reported in reality, and that is particularly true for middle-income families who are more likely to shop at stores with loyalty schemes. Disinflation forces are also loosely evident in the euro area, where M3 money supply growth in July turned negative. For anyone who believes in strict monetarism, that would herald deflation, but no sensible person believes in strict monetarism. And anyway, focusing on money supply without considering money demand is only going to get half of the story. What is relevant is the fact that in the details, bank lending remains weak. Tightening credit standards slows discretionary spending, but this has little to no effect on supply shocks, and very limited effect on profit-led inflation, at least in the short term. The ECB's autopilot policy is affecting the economy, as one would expect, via the credit channel, but what it is affecting is not the primary cause of inflation. The United States will be releasing the JOLTS labour data, which includes job vacancy numbers, This is a number that really should not be released. The response rate to the survey for this is now so low that only the weirdest of firms are actually responding to the request for information. It's also distorted by structural change in the labour market. However, through the swirling fog of these very significant problems, a far-off glimmer of truth might be discerned. Vacancy numbers should be declining because churn or job hopping is declining. If people change company, the vacancy data picks up on that. If vacancies are filled internally, the vacancy data doesn't recognise their existence. This means that vacancy data is not telling us necessarily a great deal about changing labour market capacity, but it's instead recording changes in how people move around the job market. There are some sentiment surveys looming, the GFK consumer sentiment figure in Germany and the conference board sentiment in the States. 
Remember the rising impact of political polarisation on sentiment and the tendency for sentiment to increasingly exaggerate reality. If these reports are read at all, they need to be read with considerable caution. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.